Herbs in Action, reflections and stories from the Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens Botany in Action Fellows, discussing herbs from around the world. My name is Rachel. I'm a fourth year graduate student studying plant biology at the University of Pittsburgh. And the herb I'm gonna talk about today is goldenrod. The Latin name is Solidago, and it actually refers to a group of about 130 plant species, at least in the US. So it's a broad group consisting of a lot of species. Goldenrod can be found in old fields and roadsides. It's really common all across North America. And it's a really tall plant. It grows to be about three to seven feet tall. In the fall, in the late summer, it's really distinct because it's covered in bright yellow flowers. They're really small and they grow in really big bunches all along the stem. It's a host to a lot of different plant insects. There's a lot of wasps and pollinators who like to use goldenrod. Goldenrod are a really important source of pollen and nectar for pollinators in the late season in the fall when there's not a lot of other plants blooming around. Goldenrod have been used pretty frequently, especially in, in indigenous cultures. There's known uses as anti-inflammatories. Folks used to make goldenrod teas to help treat their fever and chest pain. Folks have taken teas to treat intestinal and liver problems. Goldenrod also has, because of its anti-inflammatory properties, it's been used as a poultice to help heal wounds um, and also help treat eczema on your skin. And folks have even used it as a, as a tea to flush out kidney stones. So goldenrod was a plant species that lived in a lot of the field sites that I worked in. So I have a lot of really nice memories of, you know, wrapping up a field season in September and October and getting to walk through these big patches of, of yellow goldenrod. So there are some parasitic wasps that specialize on goldenrod and they will burrow inside of the stem and form these big galls, which are basically just big balls of inflamed stem and they'll lay their eggs in there and sort of complete their life cycle inside of the goldenrod. The class I was doing a workshop with, um, we were learning all about those wasps and we were finding goldenrod and finding the galls and looking for the wasps inside of them. Goldenrod over many years will slowly form into larger and larger clonal colonies, which is basically, you know, exact replicas of the same plant but spreading out, you know, growing next to each other. They're such large, aggressive plants that they oftentimes can form sort of big monoculture colonies in the fields that they're growing in. A lot of other plant species have a hard time competing with them. However, goldenrod do grow nearby another common plant called ragweed that uh, a lot of people have seasonal allergies to. They both bloom around the same time. So one common misnomer is that people tend to mix up goldenrod as the plant that they have seasonal allergies to in the fall. In reality, it's actually the ragweed growing nearby that's causing people's allergies. Herbs in Action is a collaboration between Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens and the Saturday Light Brigade and is made possible by the Mary Jane Berger Memorial Foundation, dedicated to educating the community about the many benefits and uses of herbs. To hear this feature again or to learn more about herbs from around the world, visit mjburgerfoundation.org.